0: Hey everybody, welcome in to the second episode of Live for Sports. My name is Nathan, and on today's episode I'm going to be breaking, I'm going to break down the entire NFL season, go through my predictions, each team's record, Super Bowl playoffs, all that. Going to get through all that, that could be long, be prepared. Um, I'm going to break down and grade the Cock and Yemi offer sheet fallout with the Habs, the Canes, and the Coyotes. And lastly, I'm going to get into the DeAndre Jordan trade that happened over the weekend. So let's get into it. Simmons. Is this the dagger? Oh! Besser scores. And Vladdy drills it to left field. season coming out starts thursday super excited for that so i'm gonna go through my entire breakdown of each division and what each team's record will be so first i'm gonna go through probably we'll go through each division first lay out each team's record what place they came in the division if they qualified for the playoffs or not so starting off in the afc north i have the cleveland browns winning the division going 12 and 5 the baltimore ravens coming in second place Going 11 6, qualifying for the first wild card spot. The Pittsburgh Steelers go 10 and 7, just missing out on the playoffs. And the Cincinnati Bengals will go sorry, not 13, three and 14. Then I have the Tennessee Titans, in the AFC South. I have the Tennessee Titans winning the division, going 10 and 7, narrowly being out. The Indianapolis Colts who also go 10 and 7, who qualify for the second wild card spot. Then I have the Houston Texans coming in second last with a four and thirteen record. And the Jacksonville Jaguars coming in last with three and fourteen record. Off to the AFC East. I have Buffalo winning the division going fourteen and three. New England narrowly misses out on the playoffs, going ten and seven as well, but can't squeak in. Miami goes nine and eight to finish in third and the jets come in last going 3 and 14. In the west, I have Kansas City winning going 14 and 3 claiming the one seed throughout the AFC. The Chargers go 10 and 7 clinching a playoff spot coming in as the last wildcard team. The Broncos go 9 and 8 missing out and the Raiders go 5 and 12 to miss out. In the NFC North now, I have Green Bay going 13 and 4 to claim the 2 seed. Both Minnesota and Chicago will go 8 and 9 to miss out on the playoffs. And Detroit goes 2 and 15. In the in the NFC South, I have Tampa Bay claiming the 1 seed going 14 and 3. New Orleans clinching the first wild card spot with an 11 and 6 record. Carolina and Atlanta both going 6 and 11. In the NFC East, I have Washington winning the division, claiming the four seed. And then I have Philly and Dallas in two and three, and the Giants coming in last. To the west now, I have the Seahawks winning the division, claiming the three seed. The Rams go 10 and seven, claiming the sixth seed. The Cardinals also go 10 and seven, claiming the seventh seed. And the 49ers narrowly miss out like narrowly like absurdly close um so back to the afc north i think the browns narrowly squeak out this division win very close battle with the ravens the steelers tough schedule comes back to bite them in the ass and they like one game away narrowly miss out if they just won one more they're in Ravens will hang on to clinch the first wild card, like I said. I think they're really close with the Browns right now. I think the Browns are gonna bang it out though. And Burrow's out of line just is atrocious, and the Bengals are gonna struggle. And this is a really tough division. I I don't see them going that that well. They're not they're not ready yet. Down to the AFC South, I have the Titans narrowly getting by the Colts to clinch the division in the end, even though. The Titans get off to a very rough start in the season. Colts still hang on to the second wild card spot and clinch a playoff spot. Houston's going to struggle. They're not a good team, but I'm assuming if Deshaun Watson plays, if he's not traded over these allegations against him, if he plays, he'll pull out a few wins for them. Uh, Trevor Lawrence will perform okay in his rookie year, but the Jags are still going to struggle. I, I can't see them going any better than three and fourteen. AFC East now, I think the Bills are going to cruise to another divisional title behind Josh Allen's MVP type year. I don't think he wins, but I think he comes close. The Pats are going to narrowly end up missing the playoffs. Strong first campaign for Mac Jones, but it's just not enough. I just think they miss out barely. Dolphins are going to struggle early. They have a tough schedule, and they, they're not going to be able to make up the ground in the end, but they do have a good second half. And the Jets are just continue, going to continue to be the Jets. This is too tough a division. I don't think they're ready yet. In the AFC West now, Mahomes is going to take the Chiefs to the West title, and he's going also going to snag an MVP along the way. Herbert and the Chargers are going to perform well enough during that last wi- the last wild card spot, narrowly, I think. I think we'll see lots of improvement from them. Broncos were going to be- improve a lot this year, I think, but there's going to be still... There's still going to be work to be done. They they just got to get better on offense. I think their defense is great, and the Raiders are going to struggle because their line was bad last year and it got worse this year. I just I can't see them doing much better. To the NFC side now, I think Rodgers and Devontae Adams will both carry will both carry to the Packers to the two seed in their quote unquote last dance season with the way it's shaping up. Both Minnesota and Chicago are going to disappoint to their standards, and I think they're going to miss out on the playoffs. And the Lions just slide all the way down to the standings to get the first pick because Jerry Goff is a downgrade from Matt Stafford, and they're they're just not a good team. They're 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 going to. I think it's nearly a lock they get the first pick. In the NFC South, now Brady and company are going to cruise to the number one seed with no pre- Drew Brees in New Orleans. Pretty basic pick, but I think everyone kind of sees it. Uh, an average season from Jameis Winston is going to put the Saints in f- at the first wild card spot because the Saints are still really good w- without without a quarterback. I think Jameis will be okay and will get them a wild card spot. If he was good, they might win the division, but I don't think he's going to be good. Panthers are going to struggle down the line. I think after a very promising start. Um, and they'll go six and eleven and just miss out. And the Falcons just really couldn't get anything going from the season, start of the season. They'll go six and eleven as well to the NFC East, or dare I say the least, <laughs> because Washington is going to take advantage of this weak division, claiming claiming the crown again. They went seven and ten. Eagles are going to struggle early. They're going to nearly climb their way back, but they're going to come up short. They'll go six and eleven. The Cowboys, yeah, they're going to disappoint again it's the Cowboys I, I just there's their offense is really good but I can't tell if I can touch trust their defense at all they'll go 6 and 11 and the Giants are going to falter I think take a step back they'll go 5 and 12 and I think they're going to question if Daniel Jones is really their quarterback of the future in the NFC West now I think the Seahawks are going to blow the two seed in the final week and they're gonna settle at three instead. They had a chance, but they're gonna take three instead. Uh, the Rams will claim the second wild card spot and set up once again a rematch with the Seahawks in the wild card round. San Francisco is going to choke in the final week and give the Cardinals the final playoff spot, I think. They all go ten and seven those three. And I I think they just choke in the last week and it's gonna give the Cardinals a playoff spot. Playoffs now. Here we go. So first I'm going to go over the AFC. All that that side. Then I'll go over all the NFC. And then I'll do my Super Bowl picks. So. Wild card round. I think Baltimore is going to go on the road and take a victory away from the Titans again. They're going to knock them out again. I think Cleveland takes care of business with a rather easy win over the Colts. I think the Chargers will come close, but not enough. It will be a good battle from Herbert, but I don't think it will be enough to take out the Bills, and they'll head to the divisional round. To the divisional round now, where it will match up as Cleveland versus Buffalo, and Mahomes versus sorry, not Mahomes. Well, Mahomes versus Lamar, but Baltimore versus uh, Cleveland or Kansas City. I think Cleveland is going to upset Buffalo. I guess you could say upset. two versus three but um and they're going to let allen's Buffalo's going to let allen's mvp type here go to waste and they'll go home packing and mahomes is going to take down lamar in of what could like what i think is going to be an epic playoff battle i think they match up this year it'll be very entertaining i think it'll be great a great game um but mahomes is going to prevail in the end down the championship round we have a rematch of the divisional round last year it was Cleveland versus Kansas City. I still have Cleveland not being able to get it done. I think the Mahomes and the Chiefs are just too good. They're going to head to their third straight Super Bowl, and yeah, I I just that's my AFC side. Okay, back to the NFC with the wild card. I think Jameis Str- will have New Orleans versus Washington, Seattle versus L.A. And Green Bay versus Arizona, I think Jameis will struggle in this first round matchup due to Washington's very good defense and the football team, quote unquote, upsets the Saints with a worse record. But the the Saints are the better team. But the Washington, it's it's could be considered an upset. It could not be because Washington does have home field. So, um, I think the Seahawks. Learn from their mistakes in the in last year's matchup with the Rams. They they'll get their revenge. They'll move on to the divisional round. And I think Green Bay shows Kyler that the playoffs are just a different beast. And the pa- the Packers manhandle. I think the Cardinals in this matchup. Divisional round now. Seahawks still can't figure out how to win in Green Bay. I don't even know when the last time they have won there. It's been so long. Green Bay is going to win. They're going to head to another championship game behind Rodgers. Tampa is just too much for Washington again. In, at this point, and um, the Bucks are going to continue the repeat march. So that will set up a Brady versus Rodgers, um, Bucks versus Packers rematch again in the championship game. And once again. I have Tom prevailing, and Green Bay sees Rodgers walk out the door without a Super Bowl appearance again. I just, I don't know. I like, now you can call me basic all you want. Here's my Super Bowl. It's it's the Bucks versus the Chiefs. Um, These are the two best teams in football. I don't see any reason why Mahomes can't get back there. Maybe if Josh Allen gets to the championship game and, and beats them out, but... I think they have the best team, the best quarterback. Now, for the Bucs, they have all their starters coming back from the Super Bowl last year. That is rare. That is, I don't think that's ever happened before. I'm pretty sure that, that has never happened before where Super Bowl team gets all their starters back. Um, so, I think there's no reason why they shouldn't get back to the Super Bowl. Um, so, last year's game could have been a snooze fest, you could call it. But this year... I think it will be much, much different. I think it's going to be a very good back-and-forth game. But Mahomes will stop the repeat right at the finish line and will add another Super Bowl ring to his resume, completing the the perfect MVP season, you could call it, for him, with an MVP, a Super Bowl MVP, and a Super Bowl, like, obviously. So, yeah, that's my NFL season breakdown. I might do an awards thing in a little bit. We'll see how that goes, but um, that's how it's going to be for me. It, I mean, these are obviously right, by the way, too. Like, I know the entire NFL season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, if you don't like my picks, though, love to hear about it. Um. So, yeah. So now we go on to do the NHL. Um, so yes, Barry Cock, and Yemi, he's officially a Carolina Hurricane. Um, Montreal filled their hole in, in the middle of the ice, though, immediately, which was the right move, being they made the Cup final last year and they need to try and get back there. They picked up Christian Dvorak for the better of two first-round picks that they have now from Carolina giving them a first-round pick this year and third-round pick this year for Cock and Yemi. Um so it will be the better pick of the two unless both or one of them ends up in the top 10 in that case they would take the worst pick and they also get a 2024 second rounder and sorry that my my mistake um Arizona will get the 2020 those two picks so I'm going to grade it all um my takes on it um, so we'll start with Montreal first. I think it's a great pickup getting Dvorak. He's definitely a better player than Kakenem. He's a slightly older too. But he's still not old. He's only 25 and he has four years left on a $4.45 million AAV. So not a bad contract. It To me, it could be a bit of an overpay. Giving up a first and a second for Dvorak. I don't know if he's really worth that. But it really isn't the biggest deal since they got two firsts now. Go fill your hole with the center. You still have a first-round pick. I don't know. It's definitely the right move not to match Kock and Yemi. Um, you just you can't pay him 6.1 to be a third or fourth liner. And I don't really think he's going to turn out to anything. So my grade, I'll give him an A-. Like I said, I like the pickup in Dvorak. Might be a bit of an overpay, though, so I'm going to drop it down to an A-. Carolina now. Yeah, the Trollers just trolled themselves. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, Cock and Yummy's not worth $6 million. I wouldn't be surprised if he never gets near worth $6 million. Um, And their division is very good next year. And like I said in the last episode, losing Dougie is going to hurt a lot, I think. I could definitely see them missing playoffs, so that first could turn out to something good. My trade grade, I'll go with a D plus for them. I it just talking not worth it. You didn't upgrade on defense, so Arizona, no. The rich are gonna get richer because. They're definitely taking the Oklahoma City Thunder approach to this rebuild. They're taking on all the bad contracts, getting lots of picks in return. They now have 8 picks in the first two rounds of next year's draft. And 12 in total. Like, that is too many. 8 picks in the first two rounds. That's absurd. Nobody, like, gets that in the NHL. It's going to be a very bad year for them next year, though. They've traded away all their... Relevant players in Ekman Larson now, Connor Garland, Christian Dvorak, um, not they do somebody else too? I can't remember. Uh, who'd they trade away? I can't even remember, but yeah, I, it's not going to be a good start. They, they got worse. It's going to be a long rebuild down in the desert if they still stay there, but who even knows what their arena situation right now. Um, Good start, though, getting all these picks. If they could have got a player in return, it might have helped, too. Um, I think we'll settle with a B-plus for them, seeing as uh, just good good value in Dvorak. But um, I just can't see them being good next year and not getting a player in return. kind of hurts it for me a bit, but B-plus is still a good grade, so I'll get that. that. Um, moving on to the NBA now. Um, so DeAndre Jordan was traded over the weekend from Brooklyn, along with second round picks in 2022, 2024, 2025, and 2027. Those 2024 and 2025 picks, Brooklyn has two of them, I believe it is, and they take the better one of both of them, I think. And they also send $5.78 million in cap space to Detroit for Sekou Doumbouya and Jaleel Okafor. Jordan is gonna be bought out by Detroit and is planning to go back to LA now, but this time he's not going to Clippers. He's gonna sign with the Lakers. Um, LA is gonna reportedly waive Mark Gasol to make room for Jordan. For me personally, it doesn't make a lot of sense for the Lakers to do this. Um, Mark Gasol didn't have a great year last year for them, but I don't know. I I think I this might be Raptors bias, but I think Mark Gasol is still better than DeAndre Jordan. Like. Jordan's not a good defender. He's out of his prime. He can't stretch the floor. And Mark is also out of his prime, but, I mean, he's a good defender. He can stretch the floor. Um, Because, and the Lakers also have limited three-point shooting now. And Mark Gasol is an okay three-point shooter for a big. He's above average, I would say. He can also just play make better than Deandre Jordan. Like Deandre Jordan's never been a passer in his career. And he doesn't put up the stats anymore to be a good defender, but if you watch him, he's definitely a much better defender than Jordan is. Um I don't know, it's just it's pretty weird to me why why they would have done that. I think they would they would have been fine with Marcus All. The next for the Nets, though, they surely had to be given the okay to do this from KD and Kyrie. They're very close friends with DeAndre Jordan. That's probably the main reason why KD and Kyrie decided to come to Brooklyn. They want to keep their big three happy as long as they can. Um, it's undecided what they're going to do with Dumboya and Okafor, but I think it's worth keeping them. They could be good project players off the bench, like, their bench is they're they're very deep now, but I don't know if there'll be much playing time. But you could try and develop them into something. I don't know. Um, this move is going to clear up a lot of um, roster space for though for the Nets to uh, go re-sign Lamarcus Aldridge. Um, it was determined that his he can come back to playing basketball after he was forced to retire earlier doing a regular heartbeat and it was very scary for him. Um, he's back now, which it's a weird signing because I don't think they really need him. They kind of need defense. LaMarcus Aldridge has never been a very good defender in his and he's out of his prime. I don't know. Nets and Lakers are both loading up for their finals runs now. Um, it's going to be very interesting to see if they can both get there. I think the Nets can. I'm a little bit questionable about the Lakers, even though I probably shouldn't because it's LeBron and I've always doubted LeBron. Um, So yeah, I'm I'm very excited for this NBA season. I could I don't know I I'll probably do a season prediction later on, um in the in the podcast, but um I think I'll put the Nets there. I don't think as long as they're healthy, I like last year they probably would have made it too, but injuries and also Durant's foot size is one in one size too large um and the lakers it just scares me they don't have a lot of three-point shooting yeah the westbrook addition is great how does he fit with lebron i do not know that's enough that's another thing The jordan trade could benefit from because now you can run russ and deandre jordan picking rolls all the time and just russ can throw up lobs to him If it does get there, though, the Nets and Lakers it's definitely going to be an all time great NBA Finals. I think no question asked about that. Um, just the storylines around it, like LeBron versus KD, um, Russ versus Durant and Harden, um, Kyrie versus LeBron again. It's it's it would be great, and they're probably the two best teams right now. It's just if they can stay healthy, I do not know. So think that's gonna do it for this episode that was uh, a bit longer than the last episode i would say um i'm very excited for this next episode i have my first guest coming on it's gonna be an all NBA focused episode it's one of the more hyped episodes i'm ready for that i'm gonna plan on doing um i would definitely give the next episode a listen it will be very entertaining i believe um just want to reiterate though, if there's any topics you want me to talk about, or if you want to come on, like definitely willing to do it. Just comment or DM at live live for sports on Instagram, live for sports pod on Instagram. Um, yeah, I if just be prepared though. Like I, I'm telling these guys who are coming on, they better be prepared because it could be, it will be, it could get loud. I will say so. We'll see um so yeah thanks for listening in this episode and we'll see you guys in the next one peace